and welcome to our first podcast. So we decided to give this podcast a whirl and do a weekly pod um, about the books that we've been reading, uh, whether we've kind of read them previously or what we've been reading this week. So I myself, I'm not really an avid reader. I put my hands up and admit that. It's something that I've got into kind of more recently. Whereas my wife, um, she's been an avid reader for a good couple of years at least now, um, reading kind of every single day, all the time, multiple different books, different authors, but mainly, but mainly kind of one genre, isn't it, that you've, you've really got? Yeah, so um, I really like paranormal romance, mainly shifters. I have read some vampire books, but mainly it's shifters that I like reading about. Um, the book I'm going to talk about today is Bitten. Um, which I read a couple of weeks ago now, um, and I really liked it because it's quite different to kind of the normal shifter books that I've read, in the fact that usually they have these big packs and you have kind of an alpha that's in charge of these big, huge packs, whereas this one was different. Each pack has only probably got about six or seven members and lots of different packs live within a big community. Obviously, the two main characters, she was human, he's a werewolf, he obviously realises that she's his fated mate, so he bites her. And then the story mainly kind of is her fighting against it, not really interested. She does kind of eventually come round towards the end of the book, but it's a trilogy. So their story kind of continues throughout the three books. But it's really, really good. I loved it. So let's go back to the characters then. So who was the lead character? What was her name? Catherine. So Catherine's the female and Bastion is the is the male, is the, is the wolf the main wolf, the alpha of his pack. Tell me a little bit more about Catherine then. So what's what's her background? So she's a human teenager at high school. She's not having the best time at high school. She is quite bullied. There are a couple of girls that aren't particularly very nice to her. And um, she gets bitten whilst out jogging in the morning. What drew him to her? For us listeners that <laughs> don't know this genre. Well, it's usually like by scent. By the way, they smell, they can instantly tell that, like, they're, they're fated. That's their true mate. So for all the Twilight fans, is that similar to, like, imprinting? Very much, yeah. Check me yeah. out. <laughs> then what happens? Then what, what, what happens from there? What? So, obviously, she's then going to turn into a wolf on the next full moon. But she's living in a human world with her mum and dad and her sister in a human house. So he kidnaps her which is obviously why she fights against him and doesn't really like him. He kidnaps her for her own safety, obviously, because she's going to turn on the next full moon or could die on the next full moon. We don't know. And the rest of his pack aren't particularly pleased about it. Is Bastion's sister's okay? Bastion's beater, which is Marcus, is not very happy. Okay, so why is, why is Marcus not happy about it? Just... Just because of the hassle of it, I think, happened to take a human teenage girl that's, you know, fighting against him, not very happy. She's probably going to die anyway because they never really survived the change. And it's just hassle that he can't be dealing with for the next month. So we've got Catherine and Bastion. Um, tell me about some of the other characters that are in there. What about kind of on um, Bastion's side then, the, the pack, as they're called? So, obviously, Bastion's the alpha. Then you've got his sister. Then you've got Marcus, who's the beta. We've got Zane and Caleb. So whereabouts is this all set then? Um, in America. And the community that they go to, once they kidnap Catherine, is in Canada. Okay. So you say she's a teen. How old roughly is Catherine? What are we, what are we looking at? 17. 17. Yeah. Okay. 
So she's coming to the end of like high school. Yes. That kind of thing. Yeah. Okay. She is. Although once she gets to the to the community where they end up, she is forced to go to their kind of own high school, which is just for obviously shifters. She is forced to go there. Okay. And what's that school all about? Does it teach them how to be a wolf, does it? Or is it sort of just, you know, a normal school for use no, of a better are, word? There are wolf classes, if you like, um, but it is normal education as well. Um, and then they have this thing that they do in this particular story that because there's lots of different packs living within this community, once all the, the, the seniors finish school, they have what's called recruiting. Okay. So sort of children that are born and live in the community they can switch packs and alphas from other packs can kind of recruit other werewolves depending on how strong they are how fast they are that kind of thing so there's there's recruiting that's going on as well which obviously bastion doesn't want Catherine caught up in because she's his fated he wants her in his own pack but she's forced to go to school by the head alphas of the community. So he hasn't really got much choice with the recruiting that's going on around her. Okay. I'm gathering or from what I'm hearing then. So this is your typical kind of shifter book. What about in terms of sort of the romance? Is there romance there or is that going to give a too much of a spoiler away? It's a slow burn. Okay. It's a slow burn. So, but there's three books. So I'd say we kind of build throughout the trilogy. Okay. So we can review perhaps the uh, second and third books on a, yeah. on a different yeah. part. Cool. Excellent stuff. So this genre then, the shapeshifter, shifter genre, that's your bag, isn't it? So yeah. that's the these are the books that you kind of read. So how many would you say, off the top of your head, in, I don't know, the last 18 months, how many books in this genre would you say you've read? Easily 130 books, just wow. on shifters. Okay, so this is definitely your, your thing. Absolutely gets you hooked on this genre what why why this genre do you know what I, I think really i think my first love of this genre has got to be twilight and i think everybody's read twilight and i think that's what's kind of done it for me and got me into reading to be fair i just like the whole soulmate fated mate i, I just like that that romance type of thing in the that romance with a bit of fantasy yeah. put yeah. in as well yeah yeah, yeah. So as I was saying at the start of the podcast, um, I'm not an avid reader at all. Certainly nowhere near the levels that you are. Um, however, I've been giving it a go as a, as a promise. Um, the genres that I've always kind of been interested in have been things like espionage, FBI, um, CIA, that kind of stuff. Um, ones that I've read sort of in the past have been the Vince Flynn um, novels, you know, the Mitch Rapp series. Uh, one of which, or the first one of which, was made into a movie, which you might have seen, American Assassin. Um, but I said, look, I'll give it a go. And right, I'm going to find something a little bit different. What else do I like? So I sat down and thought, I like, what movies do I like? And I like kind of survivor movies, that kind of thing. So I thought, right, I'm going to find myself a survivor series. So the book that I've been reading this week is a book called 483 Days. Um, it's a book about, uh, it's a survival book, but it's a book about, it's an El Salvadoran guy actually that moved up to Mexico. Um, he's kind of, he moved up there because he was basically on the run a little bit from people in his local village. There was like a, an incident that happened that was nothing to do with him really, but he had a bounty on his head. So he had to flee his daughter and his um, family. Um, so he went barefoot just up the coast and then got into Mexico, found this sleepy little village, um, loved everything about kind of 
solitude and being on his own and the sea and that kind of thing so he thought right i'm going to become a, a fisherman so he from this little village he then decided to become a shark fisherman sort of out deep sea fishing obviously as you can imagine this sleepy little quite poor village in mexico just on the on the pacific side didn't really have an awful lot you know the equipment wasn't the best um they he went out and he was he was brilliant he was like the top fisherman in that area he used to come back with bounty upon bounty upon bounty, kind of really established himself in that that area. That area, however, was kind of known for its its storms, um, and he had been out in storms previously and tackled the waves. He was really experienced by this point. But this one particular storm, he went out. He had a young mate with him, was his right hand man on the ship. He had never kind of really ventured out too much before, and basically they they hit this storm. Their motor packed up. And they started drifting. So after multiple um, rescue attempts and all that kind of stuff, he just ended up drifting. Um, and as you can imagine, by the title of the book, he was adrift for 483 days at sea. I won't sort of go into too much detail about kind of what happened with his mate, because it's kind of a bit of a spoiler and we don't want to give those away. Um, but this, this story is really a truly amazing story about survival based on a true story as well so this isn't fiction um, this actually happened as i say it was a it was a, a drift for 483 three days he usually fished kind of roughly i would say about 50 miles um maybe 75 miles off the coast um when he was found he was over 6,000 miles away that he wow. drifted in that 483 days but the whole kind of Gump for the story, if you like, is basically just him surviving, kind of what goes through your mind, what you have to do to survive. You know, I can, in, in terms of movie I'm sense... I'm like Castaway. It, took the words right out of my mouth. I was just about to say, it reminds me very much of Castaway, but he's stuck on the boat still. So he has a got... Wilson. Well, well, he kind of, he has various Wilsons, okay. so which you'll, which you'll see in the book. But yeah, originally he was with somebody, it was somebody with him, but... Okay. Something happens, he ends up kind of a, the, the majority of that journey on his own. And, uh, you know, it's just, I felt myself kind of absolutely glued to the pages, kind of page after page, just kind of feeling it with him, really. It was just incredible. And then I kept having to remind myself that this isn't a made-up story. This isn't something fictional. This actually happened. Um, but it was really, really good. Thrilling, exciting you know, sad in places, kind of what could go through your mind. And kind of, you know, he didn't have any resources. He just had this little boat in the middle of the ocean to survive all that length of time. You know how long you can go without food, without water and all that kind of thing. 483 days, you know, you wouldn't survive without any of those things in that time. So, yeah, like I said, without giving too much away, it goes through exactly what he had to do in different scenarios, sort of weather permitting and all that kind of stuff, what he had to go through to endure survival really and then without kind of it's, it's not really a spoiler because it's in the synopsis he is rescued he floats up on the, these islands and this couple um indigenous couple take him in and then it's you know the last bit of the book or the ending is him now kind of integrating back into society yeah. and what that must feel like after that length of time away just completely by okay. yourself yeah yeah but um, yeah, so it's a really, really fantastic read. And in terms of kind of a rating, I would say I'd give that kind of a four out of a five. Um, it's really up there. So that's a solid four. I think kind of the build up and the, the beginning was just a little bit slow. The main bulk of the story, I think, was, was brilliant. Um, 
and then it ended well as well sort of just like you say integrating him back into society was quite good i felt some of the terminology that the author used was just a little bit repetitive but i feel a little bit guilty but i'd say it's definitely a solid four out of five so what are you reading next so i started a new book today um bit of a wussy i've gone back to my my safe place the the genre that i i, I love um it was a recommendation off of amazon actually so i thought i, I read the synopsis i thought yeah it's right up my street I, i'm going to give this one a go and what i'm reading this week is power down by ben Coase. in the same vein as like, sort of vince flynn brad thor that kind of stuff um about an electrifying character called dewey andreas um like I said, I'm only just starting it, so I've got nothing to say sort of about it at the moment, other than the fact that I believe it's a three-book series. We'll tune in next week, and I can tell you all about it. What about you? What is it that you're reading this week? I am going to read A Court of Silver Flames. Okay. Um, which is obviously in the series, starting with A Court of Thorns and Roses. Um, it's by Sarah J. Mass. Um, it was actually released in February, but I just got round to reading it yet i didn't really want to read it because i feel like if that's the end of the story i don't want it to be the end so i've kept it um but it keeps staring at me so i am gonna knuckle down and read that this week obviously lots of characters it's set in like a a fairy kingdom if you like okay very fantasy um the first book's kind of got an air of beauty and the beast about it and the first book of. that's um, a court of thorn and roses yeah court of thorns and roses yeah i don't want to talk about it too much because i think what i'll do is i'll read a court of silver flames and then we i will chat you through the whole series next week yeah excellent so if you want to start that series uh, i know it's huge that series already but we've got a court of thorn and roses on the band library on our website bandblogs.com that's b a n ddblogs.com um, as well as the books that we've mentioned today they'll be on there as well um, just the last thing before we kind of finished our first ever episode is we want to talk to you today about Kindle Unlimited as well so it's something that you stumbled across, oh, across wasn't it? Me so much money so Kindle Unlimited basically is a, like a library an online library supplied by Amazon uh, over a million titles uh, and in the same vein as like your Amazon Prime or something like that, it's a subscription service. I think you pay in the UK, it's seven ninety nine a month. Um, but then you've got unlimited access to however many books you like. So I believe you can have kind of 10, 10 downloaded at a time, at a time yeah. um, for you to read. And then you give one back and free some space and, and that kind of thing. But if you look at the price of books, which I think under Kindle anyway, aren't overly expensive. But if you look at how much you were, say, spending per month on a book, I was spending a lot. Even some of the cheapest books, if I bought them as ebooks, were say two ninety nine, three ninety nine. But if I was buying eight nine books a month, which was easily done, I was spending a lot of money. So this is so much cheaper for me. Yeah. So again, Kindle Unlimited couldn't recommend it highly enough. Um, for a free thirty day trial of Kindle Unlimited, you can click the link in the Band Library again on our website, bandblogs.com. Uh, and you'll get a free 30-day trial. And then if you like it and you're enjoying it, you can sign up for the $7.99 per month and get those unlimited reads. So that brings us to the end of our very first Band Books podcast. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you for joining me as well, madam. Thank you for having me. You're welcome. Uh, tune in every week as we review more books. So as I say, next week we'll be talking about the one that I'm reading, uh, which is Power Down, and then the latest in the... Akatar series, A Court of Silver Flames, um, and we'll take you through them. Thank you so much.